Welcome back to the Joshua Segefus Podcast, the only podcast that teaches you how to be truly alpha. If you're ready to level up to succeed at dating, relationships, business, fitness, and everything else that matters, then stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. This episode is brought to you by my flagship dating course, Dating in the Wild, The Adult Man Method. Are you sick and tired of a lackluster dating life? Gentlemen, if you know anything about my personal story, you know that I used to suck at dating. I could barely get a text back from a woman, much less a date. I was lonely, depressed, anxious, and felt like my dating life was truly a hopeless endeavor. But I didn't give up, and eventually it all changed. I got to work and figured out how to transform myself from being a total dating zero to an absolute dating hero and succeeded in creating the dating life of my dreams. And in this dating course, you can learn the exact skills, strategies, techniques, and thought processes that I learned over two and a half years of studying, trial, error, blood, sweat, tears, testing, and lots of hard work. The secret is to learn what women evolved to look for in a mate, and then to develop yourself into the truly masculine, attractive, high-value man who taps directly into the instincts that guide the ever-mysterious female mate selection process. Not only will this course teach you how to transform your dating life, it'll also empower you to become a better, more successful man in the process. So click on the link in the description, grab the course, and get ready to change your dating life forever. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segevis Podcast. This is the podcast where you learn how to be truly alpha to succeed in dating, relationships, business, fitness, and everything else that matters. Welcome back. It is great to have you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. It's so great to be able to talk to people and share my views and to maybe offer some information, insights, anecdotes, and life experiences that will help to make your life better, maybe help to make you more successful and at the very least, help you to understand kind of where I am in my goals and on my mission to become a high-value alpha mentality man. Before we get into the topic today, which is a really good topic, and it was inspired by an email I received and that I read and I corresponded a bit with the writer of the email and I asked him if he would mind if I wrote or if I recorded a response to his email because his email, he asked such a good question. Actually, there's several questions in the email and I want to get into that. But before I do, I just want to reaffirm what the purpose of this channel is, what the purpose of my platform is and what I'm doing here. What am I even doing here? Well, I'm going to answer that for you. My goal is to become a ripped, attractive, successful, powerful, alpha millionaire leader with an amazing dating life and tribe. This is the journey I'm on. I call it the alpha journey. And this channel is designed to do two things. Not only to document that process so that I can share what works, what doesn't work, and just fill you in about my journey along the way, uh, and also to help you learn some of the tenets, some of the wisdom, some of the different modes of being you can discover within the alpha mentality. Okay. I want to help other people who are also on their journey to find encouragement, motivation, information to help them make their journey even better. And so this is the business we're in every day, ladies and gentlemen, helping truly alpha humans to understand what it means to be truly alpha and to embrace it fully and to move forward with confidence, with purpose, with intent in victory. Okay. This is the this is this is really the goal, and that is my purpose. And with that being said, now that you understand the purpose behind this channel, and you understand 
why we're here doing what we're doing. Let's get on. Let's get on to today's topic. Now I'm going to read this email for you, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to go through it, and I'm going to keep any identifying information out of it because I don't want to, you know, share any personal information. But, but here goes. Honestly, I feel like I struggle for recognition more than most men. I had a condition when I was a kid, basically a growth hormone deficiency. That condition, even though I got human growth hormone therapy replacement, still caused me to have a baby face and a stunted height. I'm five foot two and 115 pounds. I train martial arts twice a week. I love it and I get a rush from sparring and fighting. I weight train three times a week and started doing that more consistently and regularly because I'm on a program and I have a trainer. I'm seeing my body get ever so slowly bigger over time. I also make about $30 an hour as I recently just got a better job from the $19 an hour I was making before. All of that said, nothing I do ever feels like it's enough to justify my existence as a man. I feel like people just look at me and regard me as a kid even though I'm 35. This makes dating and approaching women basically impossible for me. I always feel like they're viewing me through these inaccurate lenses they have. Most people don't know the trauma and pain I've been through in life. They don't know I grew up in the Bronx, had to feed myself as a child while my father was away working or while he was away on a cocaine and alcohol bender. They don't know the physical, verbal, and even sexual abuse I went through growing up. Sure, I may not have had it as bad as some other people and I get that, but I feel like I have done so much to earn love from the opposite gender by working on myself, which has borne no fruit in that regard. Honestly, I feel like I'll die alone and I'll never have a family. I'll never, uh, I'll never leave a legacy behind. Everyone will forget that I ever existed, including my own parents, including the mom that never calls me even now. So yeah, life is pretty messed up now, no matter how hard I work or how well I do. My only hope now is maybe becoming a millionaire. Maybe money can buy happiness or at least safety. Anyway, thanks for your email. I'm going to start replying to more of these. Okay, so there's a lot to go through here, okay? But I want to just kind of go through this piece by piece and just address these things because there's a lot of valuable lessons to talk about in this email. And first of all, I want to thank the person who wrote this. The gentleman who wrote this is very brave to reach out. Um, I always love it when people reach out and correspond with me when they share their stories with me or when they are willing to you know have these types of discussions and he wrote such a well-written email that i have to give him respect for this you know nowadays on the internet a lot of people will a lot of people will just jump at everyone with a bunch of hate and a bunch of negativity and when someone tries to be vulnerable a lot of people will just jump on that and they'll either make fun of them or troll them or trash talk them or something. So it takes a lot of courage and bravery just to put yourself out there. Just to send me this email took a lot of courage. And so I want to give the writer props for this and to say that this in itself was a an alpha mentality thing to do. To take control of your life, to reach out, to share your story and to basically continue the process of trying to figure out what you could do to move forward. This is a very heroic act, and so great job on that. Now, let's let's address the height, okay? Let's be real, ladies and gentlemen, let's be real. Heightism is a real thing. Uh, in life, men who are taller have it easier. There's just no way to put, there's no, there's no other way to say it. We, we may as well not candy coat that. 
the truth of the matter is that as a man, you're automatically going to be treated with a higher level of respect. Women are automatically going to be more interested in you. You're automatically going to be regarded differently if you're tall as opposed to being short. Okay, uh, You've seen the videos on YouTube and you've heard women say this all the time. Women are always like, you know, you know, they want the... They want all the sixes, six foot tall, six figure income, six inch, six inch penis, right? They want their men to be meeting some certain standards. It's very objectively like like a lot of women will agree basically to these things. There's a lot of women who don't necessarily say that, but there's a lot of women who will admit, yeah, heightism is a thing, okay? And it'll affect your dating life. Uh, and I know this. I know this because... I know men who are, you know, shorter than I am, and I know that my height has given me a certain advantage on the dating marketplace, and I know that some men don't enjoy that advantage. I'm six foot four, and so being pretty tall, I understand firsthand what kind of advantages that gives me, okay? Now, with that being said, it is not over just because you're not, you know, taller than you are. I did a Google search, and I looked up some famous men who were five foot two, right? Just to give you, just for baseline reference. Ironically, Genghis Khan was five foot one, right? Uh, God knows he left a mark on the world for better or for worse, but you know he was five foot one, and he's, you know, he's like, you know, he was like a conqueror and like a warlord, right? Um, Prince was five foot two, right? He won seven Grammy awards. Everyone knows about Prince. Andrew Carnegie. Uh, one of the most well-known self-help authors of all time, really changed the world, left his mark on the world, was five foot two. Uh, you know, um, another person who really st stood out to me at, um, let's see, where's my, my notes here? Oh, Kevin Hart was five foot four, right? Kevin Hart, a lot of people on TV and stuff, they give him a hard time for being short. They joke about him being short, stuff like that. But the thing about Kevin Hart is that he's a very successful man and he has a lot of status and he has a lot of respect and people view him as being quite attractive, right? And the, um, at this point, you know, his height is almost just like a, like a side thing, right? So these are some men who are in the ballpark of being that same height, who have accomplished a lot for themselves, <clears throat> who've made a name for themselves, who have made a dent in the universe and left a legacy, you know, that's deserving of acknowledgement. So, you know, here's the thing. While being shorter does make it harder for you to achieve some things in life, it doesn't keep you from achieving them. And so I would never want someone to look at their height as something that's barring them from achieving any kind of success. Uh, unless, you know, I mean, like, there are some things where height's going to matter more. For example, playing basketball it's just gonna be a lot harder if you're shorter but for things like hitting on women yes it's going to be harder if you're shorter but it's not impossible just like being taken seriously in a room full of men you know that might seem um that might seem more difficult if you're shorter and it is but it's not impossible right um you know one of the men who i think has a bigger stature than almost anyone is Conor McGregor, and he's five foot eight, right? So he's actually, um, you know, under that six foot mark, and so he's not like, you know, he's he's taller than five foot two. However, you know, he's quite a bit shorter than six foot, and yet he has such an enormous presence, and he's 
left such a massive mark on the world. Like everyone will remember Conor McGregor for all the smack he talks and all the the fights and the showboating and all the the success he's had. He's had a lot of business success as well. So anyway, I just want to say that while this being short is something that is difficult, it's like something you're going to have to overcome. It is not something that's going to keep you from finding success, right? It's just one of those things. We all have certain things that come easy to us that are advantages for us. We all have our strong points. And then we all have our challenges, our innate natural challenges in life. Um, We all have them. We all have some weaknesses. We all have some things about ourselves that we're like, eh. But you know, when you... This is going to sound cliche, but it's so true. When you lean into the things that are your strengths... And you stop letting the things that are like holding you back, hold you back. When you start to address them and bring them to the front, you bring your weaknesses to the front and you just embrace the totalitarian, the, 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 the totalness. I don't know if that's the right word. When you embrace the, the whole you and then you're authentic and just put it all out there and be genuine you can sometimes even use the things that would have been seen as a weakness as a strength, right? So, you know, this is just one of those examples of something that that you might look at in that frame, okay? Training martial arts twice a week is amazing. Every man should do combat sports. I did boxing for a while and it was so good. I'm not doing it now, but I want to get back into it and I might. I mean, it's just my schedule is... My schedule doesn't really jive with the boxing the boxing gym's schedule right now, so I've been kind of doing different things. But the boxing gym, training martial arts, jiu-jitsu, whatever it is, uh, it's such a good thing. I just commend you for doing that. That is amazing. Um, you weight train three times a week. This is awesome. Okay, when it comes to the alpha mentality, what's the what's the point of it, right? Let me read you. Let me read you the definition of the alpha mentality just so that we're clear on what this means and once again ladies and gentlemen um you know if you've not been to this channel before you know i've got resources down in the description including free ebook about the the um, alpha mentality it's called an introduction to the alpha mentality you can click down below and you can download that to help you um, understand deeper on a deeper level what this is but the the base definition of the alpha mentality is this being alpha means to take action-oriented intentional control of your life energy resources and strategic trajectory embracing radical self-responsibility shirking victim mentality and determining to utilize your time and resources wisely to proactively create a meaningful significant destiny and lasting legacy of greatness in the world so along with that i always say Mind your business, get your money, pursue your purpose, level up mind, body, spirit, become 1% better every day than you were the day before, shirk the victim mentality, embrace radical self-responsibility. And this is really the essence of what it means to be alpha. Strive to be the best man or woman in the room at all times. Now, the fact that you are doing martial arts twice a week, the fact that you're weight training three times a week, this is this is awesome because what you're doing is you're taking direct control of the things you can control, okay? There are many things in life we can't control. Height is one of them. Uh, there are some other things we can't control. Some people, like, it. there's just things we can't control, right? For example, I mean, I, can, I can't control my hair color. I could dye my hair, I guess. You, know, you can kind of fake it, but I can, you can't control that. A lot of people can't really control 
their receding hairline, right? That's something you could go get like surgery for, or you could get hair transplants, but you know, I've got kind of a receding hairline a little bit, can't really control that. You know, you can't really control how much beard you can grow. I can grow a pretty big beard, I'm very fortunate. Um, because I like to grow beard. Some men I know don't grow as much facial hair. They wish they could grow more. Uh, you know, we can't really control some things about us. You know, the, the, how deep your voice is. I kind of sometimes wish my voice was deeper. Uh, I mean, I'm fine with my voice. Sometimes I feel like my voice sounds dorky, but it is what it is. I can't really control that. But what we can do is we can control the things that we have control over. And when you apply yourself at the gym like this, this is exactly what you're doing. You're applying yourself to bettering the things you can control. And this is awesome. This is exactly what you should be doing. This is the opposite of sitting on the couch feeling sorry for yourself. And that would be the beta mentality, right? So we want to take ownership. We want to take action. And we want to try to transform our destiny to be the destiny we desire. You've also been getting your money going up from $19 to $30 an hour, that's quite an increase in pay. At that rate, just keep looking for opportunities to get, I'm not sure if that's real money level, that might be the six figure mark, annual six figures, but whatever it takes to get over that six figure mark, do it and then start thinking about how you can build assets for yourself to build wealth. Becoming a millionaire is absolutely an achievable goal for you and you can do it, especially since you're up to $30 an hour, you don't have that far to go to start getting real money, building assets, and then snowballing your income to get up to that million dollar mark, right? Now, I'm not a financial guru, but this is a process that I am involved in every single day. I'm striving every day to build my net worth. I want to get to that real money place where I'm getting six figures, not there yet. I am just, I am, (laughs) I am very, very focused on this concept and this, this topic this um this this direction in life of wanting to become financially successful and achieve financial freedom and it's almost become an obsessive like you know thing that i'm studying i'm reading books i'm studying people who've achieved great financial goals i'm really trying to learn from my thought mentors about this and i'm making a lot of progress i'm learning every day and i'm putting in the work to do things to get myself to that point and every day I make progress and that's what you have to do you just have to work on it every day figure out what your plan is and make progress and I can't give you a specific plan for how to do that I'm not a guru on this when I get to the point where I'm a millionaire I'll tell you how I made my millions but until that point I'm just an enthusiast and I'm in the trenches doing it and so what I can say is stick with it don't give up Yes, you should be trying to get to that point where you're getting that real money and then leveraging it into the million dollar net worth, building assets, businesses and investments that earn you money while you sleep. Okay, this is a great thing to do. When you start to get real money and you start to become a millionaire and then you start to increase your status in life, you start to become a higher value man in the world, a lot of men automatically think about the dating marketplace. And they start to think about the fact that this might help them to succeed with women. But it's really important to understand that the fact of the matter is that a man's height might keep him from succeeding with women to a certain degree in some settings. But a man's status, his his overarching value as a man and 
what he's capable of bringing to the table in terms of reproductive value is is actually hinged on many things, not just your height. And your height is one metric, but it's only one metric. Okay, I wanna I wanna go through this list of metrics, and I want to tell you uh, what they are, just so we can clarify this. When women are looking for a man on the dating marketplace, they're looking for a range of different. They're looking for a range of different value metrics. Okay. Uh, let me find this list here. I want to make sure I get this right. Uh, I got a lot of notes. Okay. The primary sexual value metrics for men, leveling up your wealth, your status, your power, tribal connections, leadership ability, and an athletic body. Now, included in this, a, a very important sexual value metric is genetic potential. Height is sort of included in that genetic potential frame and genetic potential is not something that we have control over. So we're born with the genes we have. And then what we have to do as men is we have to become the best man we can and broadcast the highest value markers that we can. And this will enhance the attractiveness of our genetic makeup and it will make us effective men. What are women really looking for on the dating marketplace? To sum it all up, to summarize it, women are looking for effective, formidable, competent men who can achieve the masculine evolutionary mandate of generating resources, solving problems, to the end of providing safety and security for the tribe to help the tribe thrive and survive. That is the evolutionary mandate. That is inherently what women are looking for in men. That's what their instincts are driving them to, to, um, to find. Now, there's a lot of nonsense that goes on online. There's dating, you know, people talking about dating. There's a lot of nonsense about like the clout chasing and gold digging and all the stuff like hypergamy in the manosphere. There's a lot of stuff that goes around about like, oh, women, you know, they just, you know, they just, um, you know, they just chase men willy nilly. They're not loyal, all the stuff, right? There's a lot of, there's a lot of negativity that flies around online about these things. And here's what I'm going to tell you and this is something I do know and I have learned this from experience with women because <clears throat> what I of all the different elements of my goal the one thing I have mastered is how to really succeed in the dating arena because I have an amazing dating life and I love it and I have the power to have whatever kind of dating life I want and the reason that I have this ability is because I have learned not only like how to become a higher value man who offers those things but i've also learned like about the the mentality of women the behavior of women what women are really looking for what really drives them on the dating marketplace and you know the thing about it is that when men when men embrace when men embrace the alpha mentality when they commit themselves to being high value men the best men in the room when they commit themselves to being men of true power and status, right? True leadership-oriented men who want to nurture their tribe, their family, their circle, give back to their community. Men who want to be pillars of human civilization, like men who want to create a lasting legacy in the world, change lives for the better. Men who are ambitious with big goals and big plans, who are acting on those plans. 
these are the kinds of things that women are looking for. These are the kind of things that interest women. Okay. Uh, There can be a lot of superficial nonsense that flies around about what women desire and about what men should be and all these things. See, it's not even true that your value as a man is connected to how much money you make per se. No more than it is how tall you are. It's a combination of many different factors that are kind of you know factored together, and then you come you come up with a you come up with a, a marker for your attraction that's based across kind of a wide array of different things. And those things are, as we said before, genetic potential, wealth, status, power, tribal connections, leadership ability, and an athletic body. So if you maximize your health and wellness, which if you, so you're doing the weightlifting and stuff, you're maximizing this. If you're also eating clean, making sure that you're a healthy man, making sure that you wake up ready to conquer the world, to club that lion over the head, right? That's trying to eat your tribe. You'd be ready to be that kind of man, but you're also getting your money. You're increasing your net worth. You're increasing your income. These are things that you can control that will directly impact your value, not only to the world and to your tribe, but also to women. And they will make you a better, higher status man, and they will make you respect yourself more. And this will help you to take your power back from the chaos, okay? Another thing that you can control is your connections. You could start going to networking events. You could start connecting with high-level people. Be your charming self. Be the you that everyone knows and loves. Keep learning. Keep like keep learning how to connect with people in a meaningful way. You, when you build high value connections, usually your income goes up, but also your status and power tend to go up as well. Because you know what they say, your network is your, or your, yeah, your network is your net worth. And there's some truth to this. If you have high value connections, this is te- going to tend to make you just a higher value man by default. And when you start spending more time with high value people, you're going to start to put the bar higher and you're going to start to become higher value too. And you're going to push yourself to become even better. Okay. So these are all things you can control. So when you start maximizing all the things you can control, things like your height and then, well, the height is really the big thing here. Things like that. Um, they become not as much of a big deal because your overall status and your attraction levels spread out across the rest of these metrics, they make up for what you might lack in height, see? Uh, so this is very important. Now, another thing that I want to talk about is the past trauma. You, you've sounds like you've gone through some horrible trauma in your life. So becoming self-validated men, to become healed men who are capable of not only being whole and healthy and fit for leadership in our own right, but also being the type of men who can offer that to the other people in our tribe is very important. So I would encourage you to, you know, if you haven't already, uh, to seek out help for these things, you know, start talking to a therapist or read some great books to help you overcome some of the trauma, do some inner work on yourself, do some meditation, right? Uh, Become integrated with your shadow and become a formidable man who is at peace. You know, you've got to make peace with the demons inside of you before you can become victorious in the outside world. If you've got demons at war inside of you, you're always going to be conflicted, right? This is like a metaphor, but it's it's so true, okay? And it's a little figurative, but it's so true. We must find peace. We have to be in alignment with ourselves. We have to be in alignment with our alpha selves. And we can't do that when we're constantly, you know, 
having trauma responses to things because those feelings are very powerful. So that's another thing that you can absolutely do is you can start working on yourself in that mode. Now you say you're 35 years old. So, you know, I, that's the same age as me. So I can relate to this. And here's the thing about being 35 and not being, not being where you want to be yet. And I can tell you this, this is on my mind every single day, right? And once again, I'm just going to reiterate what my goal is. My goal is to become a ripped, attractive, successful, powerful, alpha millionaire leader with an amazing dating life and try. Some of these things I have achieved, but I have not achieved all of them. I am not where I want to be yet. Um, by my calculations, I will probably arrive in all of these different categories at the, my definition for success by the age of 40. You know, this is pretty normal. Uh, sometimes online... A lot of people who are very successful, who are very gifted, who started early, will make it look like you know they achieved success very fast, that you should do it while you're young, and if not, you're some kind of a moron or an idiot. But this isn't true. It takes time to figure these things out. You've got to give yourself time. You've got to give yourself time to figure out how to live life and how to be successful. And, you know, I did the most growing I ever did in my whole life from the age of 30 to the age of 35, but... <laughs> From the age of 34 to 35, like where I am right now, like I'm about to be 36. So like the whole year that I was 35, I probably did more growing and learning about what it means to be a real man than I did in the five years prior. There's something about this stage of life where we're kind of jolted awake and we realize, you know, I got to get serious about these things. If I haven't gotten serious about them already, it's time to get serious because I'm running out of runway. Like there's that, there's that mentality about it. But this is, this is also a pretty natural part of life to really start gaining traction on the things you care about and on the things that you want to succeed at. And here's the thing. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. If you arc to hit your stride to really come into your wealth, your status, your power when you reach 40, that's okay. You know, that's a great life for a man to be arrived at your vision for your life when you're at 40. That is not a bad thing to shoot for. That is not too late. It's definitely not too late. Uh, this is really when men come into really in many ways, the prime of their life. When we're in our twenties, we're kind of idiots. Most of us, not all of us, there are a lot of very brilliant 20-year-olds that I see on YouTube who are crushing it. I was not. I was an idiot in my 20s. In my 30s, uh, my early 30s, I was mostly lost trying to find my way. The alpha mentality helped me with that. Now I actually have some semblance of an idea and I'm working on it every day and it's grind and hustle. See, I should have done this in my 20s, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know any better and I was acting like a beta, acting a fool, and I, you know, started later than that. And that's okay. You know, I'm still on track to kind of hit that stride by the time I'm 40. And even if you're not going to hit that till the time you're 50, you've still got a lot of life left. You've still got a lot of great things to look forward to. You've got a lot of great value to bring to the world. So that's another thing is figure out what your purpose is. You didn't really say anything about your life purpose. You didn't say that you don't know what it is. You didn't say that you know what it is, but I have on my website, if you go to the How to Become Truly Alpha menu tab, joshjessicavis.com, you can find the link down below, and then you go to the menu tab, click on How to Be Truly Alpha, 
and it'll take you to a whole list of guides. And one of the guides is how to find your purpose. And you can click on that and read about, you know, my process for how I was able to find my purpose in life. And this might help to give you some clarity, but you've got to find your purpose and figure out how you're going to make a difference in the world. And for me, like I'm very clear on my purpose. My purpose is to help other people on the same journey that I'm on. I want to help. I want to achieve my goal in life of becoming a ripped, attractive, successful, powerful, alpha millionaire leader with an amazing dating life and tribe. And I also want my purpose in life to be that I help other people achieve this as well. That's why I'm doing YouTube and I'm doing podcasts and why I blog. This is not willy-nilly. I just do it because I feel like it. Um, it is fun and I do feel like it. But really, I'm doing it because I want to leave a lasting legacy of greatness in the world. By the time I'm gone, if I've helped a 100 people truly embrace the alpha mentality and find their purpose and get ripped and attractive and achieve success in their dating life and you know make money for themselves and have great relationships and tribes, if I accomplish that much good and then those people go on to accomplish good, imagine what kind of widespread positive mark that will leave on the world. And maybe then a 100 people will say, you know, at some point in their life, they'll say, yeah, you know, Josh Segafis, you know, I was listening to him. He helped me understand this. And then my legacy lives on, right? And it also lives on in the lives of my children. And that's another thing. Um, you said you may be afraid you won't ever have a family, but just keep at it. Just keep at it. Keep approaching women. Keep your dating funnel open. I have all kinds of content on my channels about dating tips. Um, you can go to my, um, on my website. If you go to the, um, you know, once again, that guide, the how to become truly alpha you click on it you scroll all the way down there's a bunch of guides and i have my full dating guide you can go start there read through my whole dating process you know all this is free and you this can help you to basically figure out what you can start doing more to succeed on the dating marketplace and you know here's the thing about dating in some ways it's a brutal landscape but another another thing to understand is that you don't have to you know, spin a bunch of plates or build a bunch of rotations or like bang hundreds of girls to be successful as a man on the dating marketplace. By definition, you really only have to succeed one time with the right woman and then get into a pair bonded relationship and then have children together. And this makes you an evolutionary success story, right? This makes you the kind of man who will propagate his genetic legacy and your children will live on and carry your legacy. And if you're a a powerful leader and a strong father and you take care of your tribe and family then this will help you to make an even bigger difference for them and that will strengthen your legacy so these are things that aren't unfortunately aren't always talked about in our world but it's important to talk about them and it's really important to understand that these are the types of things we this, this is the way we should be thinking about it a lot of times online things get hyped up people throw a bunch of nonsense around but i'm I'm spitting truth to you right now as I have lived it and as I have seen it and as I continue to see it as, I, as I'm as i on this journey, okay? And I believe that there's value in that. And I think that I think that it's important to stay grounded in some of those realities, okay? And, you know, so you don't have to put quite so much pressure on yourself to like be some kind of playboy guru. You know, it doesn't matter. Just find a... You know, just keep trying. You're going to find a great woman. You're going to find, if you keep trying, you're going to find a great woman who thinks you're awesome. If you keep minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose, leveling up mind, body, spirit, becoming 1% better every day than you were the day before, you keep working on your trauma, you keep becoming a higher value man, 
bringing to the table these things I talked about, generating resources, solving problems, providing safety and security for the tribe so that they can survive and thrive. You're going to find a woman who's going to think you're awesome and she's going to want to have your babies and she's going to want to have a great life with you and she's going to want you to marry her and that and she's going to want to be with you. And that, you know, that sounds like a fairy tale, but that's not a fairy tale. That's the reality of the situation. A lot of people want to put doom and gloom on that. And I'm not trying to say that there's fairy tales out there. I'm not trying to say that like, oh, you're going to find this this amazing romance where a woman accepts you for who you are. No, you've got to be high value. That's all you've got to work on yourself. And that's the part that's realistic. But you also have to trust in human mating behavior and trust in the process. Attraction is a force of nature, but it's a consistent force of nature, right? It behaves in really predictable patterns. If you want to learn more about that, read The Evolution of Desire by David Buss. Uh, Strategies of human mating. Uh, Human mating behavior is so consistent and reliable. Humans are consistent to an uncanny degree in how they mate, date, and form relationships. So you can do it. You can absolutely do it. And you should have hope because you have a bright future ahead of you. You're already killing it in so many important domains. Just keep at it and do not give up. And to anyone else who's maybe resonated at all with this email, if you feel you're in any kind of similar place where you're just like, you know, I've got these challenges. I don't know if I can do it. I feel kind of hopeless. Will anyone ever give me a chance? You know, anything like this. There is hope. Please do not give up hope. Just keep on working on it. I know that sometimes it feels like there's no end in sight. I know that sometimes it feels like everything you do is for nothing. But just keep working. Just keep moving forward, solving those problems, achieving your objectives, overcoming your challenges. And I'm going to tell you, there are great things for you in life if you continue down this path. This is a message of hope I want to give you because that's what the alpha mentality gives us. The alpha mentality when we choose to take action in our life and to take our lives back from the chaos, we create hope. And it's real hope. It's not just a pipe dream. So keep fighting the good fight, good sir. Keep striving to be a high-value man as you have been. And there will be good things for you. Just keep learning and applying yourself. You might not know the answers right now. Keep studying and you will learn them and you'll figure them out. Like, you know, like I have to figure out new lessons every day. I mess up every day. I mess something up and we just keep learning and keep coming back and keep fighting. And that's what it takes. So do not lose heart. Do not let the darkness of this world and the hopelessness of this world encroach upon your soul. Take life by the horns and wrestle it to the ground and create your destiny. You can do it. I believe in you. And uh, that's all I've got to say on this one. I hope that this has been helpful. I really hope this has been insightful. And I hope that this, maybe more than anything, has motivated you or given you just a little bit of an idea about how to move forward. And I say this to all of you, not just the person who wrote this, although to him, especially that, but to all of you, I hope that that's what this episode has done for you. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegafis.com. Catch you on the flip side. 